Welcome to the Wellness and Wahala podcast. This is a podcast for wellness and Wahala warriors who are a winner, world changer, wise, and winsome. They are dedicated to tackling Wahala, which means issues and problems in Nigerian pidgin for the good of humanity. Our tribe of subject matter experts in our village are a voice to the voiceless. Like you know, the African proverb, it says it takes a village. So we have a tribe of supporters that we will be interviewing on our show. Oya, join me, the former diplomat and public health advisor, Dr. Tomi Ademoku, better known as Omar Oba, as I give you the best public health and wellness in Wahala gist with wonderful people and guests, my VIPs, using their compassion to take action to put us on a pathway to a Wahala free life. Bless up. Put that aside as well, to where looking at it from the perspective. 
area instead of just doing my own thing. Thank you very much again, sir. Thank you, absolutely. You, you, uh, you, you, you really, you, you really know what you're doing, and at the same time, you have given, like I said, you, you kind of read my mind. I talked about, you know, what you guys have been doing. I, I'm one of the, the things, like you said, the, the membership drive and the, the, the rest of it. You, you give a very good explanation of that. You know, that kind of actually moves me to the next question because I know you are the new that is uh, 
everybody's on other things where we are other things we're looking at you know maybe bringing uh, trying to see how we can we can engage some of these multi uh, multi uh, national companies companies like Coca-Cola companies like uh, like you know, Delta Airlines to see how we can you know you know uh, fundraise instead of just focusing on our you know just on our on our news uh, every every year and to also build uh, mutually uh, beneficial relationship between Nigerians, uh, uh, Nigerians and diaspora organizations, especially in the U.S. and other Nigerian community groups through uh, cooperation. We have other Nigerian groups out there, like you know, that that, that are not members of NIDO. So how do we come together, you know, collaborate, in in in, in, in uh, maybe collaborating uh, programs that would benefit? Nigerians in the diaspora and Nigerians back home, and also strengthen uh, open and transparent communication between the national leadership and leadership chapters. You know, chapter leadership because just because I'm the BOD chairman, you know, does not mean that I should not uh, be transparent and, and open with uh, the chapter presidents and their leadership or leadership chapters. So that is what I really want to. Uh, I'm, 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 I, I, and well, and we've been doing that. You know, chapter presidents, uh, the BOT, so that we can talk about, we always talk about issues uh, related to NIDO and how to move NIDO forward, you know, um, and developing more uh, robust relationship between the Nigerian diaspora community and also African-American community. That is another thing that um, that we don't do as, uh, as NIDO, you know. Um, I, I live in Columbus, Ohio here, and I see Yeah, skills. 
all our elder brothers and sisters in Nairobi, you know, encourage these younger ones. They are not a threat to anyone. You know, uh, as a matter of fact, they will come with their with their with their with their resources of knowledge. You know, um, just to 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 share and also make sure that this organization goes to greater heights. So, you know, it, it, we shouldn't take it as a as 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 a threat, but we should embrace it and 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 and, and accept the fact that okay, we have tried our best and let other people do their best too. That is absolutely correct. Absolutely, like I said, tell me, you know, work tirelessly with any organization or any entity that NATO or any committee that NATO wants to set up to drive this agenda. It is something that we we definitely. I will, I will, I will. 
Well, you say the best for last. You know, us ladies, we come in last. <laughs> Dr. Shepard, it's because he has to save the best for last. I let him go first, you know? So. <laughs> But you, thank you, thank you, thank you, um, Carlos. So I am very excited. You said a lot of key things. Um, I'm born and raised in Chicago, so I like the Ohio, the Midwest connection. But as a first generational, Chi Town all the way. Okay, okay. So Chicago is your second home. You know, we call ourselves Shigarians. That's Chi-Town and Nigerians together. <laughs> so I'm happy about that um, connection. But, you know, it's always being a first-generational um, Nigerian-American. You know, now it's cool. People, you know, they hear Afrobeat music. You know, a lot of African-Americans want to take a part in our culture. We have DNA, as you said, ancestry, where a lot of them have found out that they're from Nigeria. But it wasn't like that back in the days, especially when I went to college. Um, I was a founder of my African Student Union at my predominantly white school. They had, like, you know, black sororities and fraternities, but they didn't really have an African or a Caribbean Student Union. So me and my sister and one of my best friends, um, we started the African Student Union, and we started to reach out to a lot of the African Americans. And we actually did um, uh, uh, a show one, one, one semester that was called, you know, African and African-American relations, you know, the, the myths conception, the myths, you know, you know, there's a lot of animosity, you know, between African Americans that came out even at that discussion, you know, it was a, it was a deep discussion. They were like, look, you guys can be proud of your citizenship. You can hold your flag. You know where you came from. Like that was stolen from us. And we just want you all to embrace us, you know, and this is before people can even find their ancestry. So I'm really happy about your vision. It doesn't take nothing for NIDO to say, look, let us give them, you know, an honorary certificate, you know, of membership to, you know, to NIDO and to Nigeria if you're, if you're, if you're Nigerian. And even if you're not, you know, if you're just African, you know what I'm saying? We should just embrace them like their history was taken away. And just like you said, we're a nonprofit like resources, I think that, you know, that's the way to really be a lifeline and bridge the gap between, you know, us African-Americans. And I always tell people we're Africans first. That's why they call us African-Americans. So Africans should embrace us. And we even here in the diaspora that know, like, where we come from, and we sent a lot of money home. You know, the World Bank says that we sent about $30 billion, you know, back at home every year annually. But we still don't have a voice. And when it comes to, you know, leadership and voting. So that gets me to my next question to you. You know, um, I have a petition up, you know, has over 300 signatures. But even within NIDO, like we have thousands of members, you know, people are not being active. A lot of people are just standing behind the, the sidelines. They're tired, you know. But the thing is, we have to be active. We have to take on the active role and to try to make a difference. So what is some ways, how would you advise we go about reaching out to the key aspirants, people that are trying to run, and then also, you know, people that, you know, are doing good in the government at the local states and at the federal level in Nigeria to try to advocate for us 
to have the diaspora absentee voting bill. I'm a former diplomat. When I used to serve in Jamaica, in Ghana, back in Nigeria, I, when it's a voting year, I can vote and I can send my absentee vote. I can drop it off at the embassy and they will mail it out for me. We have Nigerian embassies and consulate everywhere. Like, how come they cannot facilitate? How can we engage? Like, as ambassador, I know Nido has a lot of connections. I see all of you, you know, in your personal lives, in your professional lives, and then even as a network. That's one of the reasons why Nido is here, for us to network, for us to unite. But if we don't, you know, translate that into voting rights and, and policies, we can't really make the sustainable change that we want, you know? So over to you to give us, you know, a way forward in that area. Yeah, for me, uh, you know, I followed uh, the, the, the diaspora voting bill. Uh, I followed it very, very keenly. And um, it, was, it, was sad, it was a sad day for some of us to, uh-huh. to um, can you hear me? Yes, yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, it was, it was really a sad day to see that, 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 that at least the bill failed at, 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 uh, in Nigeria. So, but for me, uh, after that, I was like, I, I could hear I, a lot of people were angry, especially those in the diaspora. Mm-hmm. They were so angry about, okay, this didn't go through. So, but, but for me, I was, I said, okay, that at least that was the first try, right? I mean, we gave it a try. So we just need to go back. Um, re-strategize because for me I believe it, it all boils down to strategy. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it boils down to strategy. Uh, we need to go back as not just as nine, yep. you know, and not just as nine, but if all of us, you know, all these Nigerian organizations that we have, not just in the United States, um, but all over the world, you know, if we can, if we can, if we can go back and strategize and come up with um, ideas to speak with one some push this and it's not just pushing it you know um uh i remember when i was uh, i i remember when i was doing my doctoral program and i took a class on policy processes you know and um my my professor at that time we're talking about okay how to you know not be a policy to go through you know especially in the senate or house of uh, reps here in the u.s at the end of it all he said you know that you make, I don't know if those that we are in, 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 in charge or those that put that bill, you know, in, in uh, forward, I don't know, I don't know if they did their huge diligence in reaching out to every single senator mm-hmm. member of the House of Representatives in Nigeria. You know, sometimes you have to do that. Yep. You know, you have to do that. You have to do that because, you know, we cannot just send a, uh, you know, send a bill and yeah,
know. Of course, most of the people back home, I mean, they're, they're, those are the people who are back home will not. I, 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 I don't think they will. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't want to say. Oh, let me not be controversial here. But <laughs> I, I, I think, I, 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 I think there was there's a reason why they didn't allow that to go through. Yeah. But we have to check those boxes and see. Okay, what are, what are some of the reasons? What are some of the reasons? Okay, okay. If, if these are the reasons, let's say for example, you know, um, um, I'm just I'm just using it for the sake of argument. You know, we don't want uh, we don't want them to, to vote because they're in the diaspora. Then we ask them why? Because the countries, other countries are that are even smaller than Nigeria. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I I have a friend. I have a friend from uh, from Colombia. You know, that's only you know they vote. Yeah. So I can ask myself, why can't if countries like Colombia with all due respect to Colombia, if countries like Colombia, the diaspora can vote, why can't we? Right. In Nigeria, you know, uh, and we have we have we have we have we have large number of Nigerians in the diaspora. So for me, I think we need to speak with one voice as Nigerians in the diaspora and all Nigerians organizations, and also at the same time we need to, you know, play our own politics too, because. If it all boils down to politics. How do we play it? How do we make sure that we reach out to these uh, members of uh, members of members of the Senate, members of the House of Representatives, you know, um, individuals. The day that the uh, I'm from Plateau State, born and raised in Jones. Okay. You know, so the, the day the day, the day that the, the 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 bill was uh, was rejected in the House, you know, and I I I I read some of the bills that. Um, there was uh, a senator from my state who uh, uh, presented a bill uh, for a name of a local government to be changed, and that was denied. So I was speaking with uh, someone um, uh, from my state who uh, happens to be uh, a politician also, and he was, you know, what I said, so what are we going to do about it? He said, well, I just reached out to the senator, and he said all he did was the list of those senators that voted no. You know, he wants to get their names and their phone numbers so that you call them and ask them, why did you guys vote no know on this? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, mm-hmm. so I think we need to change our strategy, you know, about um, that we should not lose hope. You know, we need to keep pushing. At some point, uh, these people will give, they will definitely give in. But we have to make sure that when we're doing that, we speak with one voice. I think for me, that, that, that will be uh, that would be the best way to go, yeah. speaking with one voice and also playing some kind of backdoor diplomacy. Yes, you 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 hit it right on the door. Um, I tell people, you know, so I used to do a lot of site visits, outreach, because of the work that I did as a public health um, professional and working with the CDC in Nigeria, and of course having you know the benefits of going to Jaws. I, I visited probably twenty out of like the 36 states. I tell people, I said, you know, Nigeria is so diverse and beautiful, but if you don't really go out and, and, and see, you know, I tell people, I said, like Joss, I love Joss for the weather, you know, it, it has a natural AC and just the people and everything. It's a, it's a laid-back place. So, but you know, you know, and, 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 you know, I tell people we have the best of both worlds, being able to travel, you know, in Nigeria and then also here in the U.S. But politics 
is very strategic. And you just said some some key things. One of the things I'm disappointed with, I'm going to keep it real. So, you know, you said the good side. I'm going to always bring the opposition. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready for the backlash. And, and I tell people, I said, you know, I came, I started as a Nigerian. I was the first Nigerian-American diplomat, the youngest. I was only 23, you know, straight out of school. I was very strategic. I was like, oh, you know, I want to work at the CDC, work in Nigeria. And then that year, you know, they launched their President's Emergency Plan for AIDS Relief, the biggest and most funded, you know, $15 billion, five-year initiative, you know, to tackle HIV and TB in Africa. So, you know, God will open up the door. If you have to take faith without works, is dead. You have to take the first step. You know what I'm saying? So, and you just said that, oh, we need to reach out to them. Yes, that's the first step. Every single House of Rep member, every single senator we need to reach out to. But we're supposed to have a, a link in Nigeria. We have NIDCOM, we have NIDCOM agencies. I'm just going to compare apples to apples. So I've researched and I said, okay, other countries that engage their diaspora, like Israel. Israel does a very good job. It's only actually about two countries in the world. I think it's Israel and Australia, I think is the other one. But Israel is number one when it comes to diaspora affairs. They actually have a ministry of diaspora affairs. It's separate from Ministry of Foreign Affairs. They work in hand with them, but they have their own. Why? Because diaspora people, Jews in the di- in the diaspora, they contribute. I've never seen a broke Jew. You know what I'm saying? Like even if they're struggling, even I'm telling you, like even if they're struggling, let's keep it real. Like and they and they and they and they see their brother. Even if they have like they give out loans, they don't put interest on it. They they make money from outsiders. They're truly their brother's keeper when it comes to the diaspora affairs. Okay, okay, so you know. So, so you know what I'm saying. Even here in America, even here in America, Jewish community, I mean, you know, from Chicago, they have strong, they have strong presence. I'm in Georgia, they have strong presence. In New York, you know, I work for Columbia University, they have strong, like, I'm telling you, if, if one Jewish, okay, okay, so, and when one Jew comes in, they, they unite, they bring in everybody else, you know what I'm saying? So, how can we have a NICOM agency in Nigeria, you know, and I will call Dabi Ria, we have a, we have a symposium coming on next month, I mean, at this month, the end of this month, on uh, talking about the diaspora voting, they also invited um, VP Osimbanjo, um, I will drop the link for our listeners, I hope you also will be able to attend, it's um, April 30th, I think, on Saturday, but I... I'm going to call both the VP, but especially the NICOM, you know, um, Abiri out and say, Dabiri, and say, yo, that's why you dare to do all of the outreach on our behalf. You know what I'm saying? The Ministry of Diaspora Affairs in Israel, to the point that if I want to buy a house in Israel and I'm a Jew here, I don't have to go through my family members. So many people, like my mom, she got duped by her brother trying to send money home, and then, you know, he didn't build a house. Do you understand? So you can actually contact the Ministry of Diaspora Affairs and say, oh, I need to open up a diaspora bank account. I need to I need to buy land. I want to invest. I want to bring investors. Do you understand? Back at home. They will facilitate all of that. Why? Because that helps, you know, build their GDP, and that helps them even, you know what I'm saying, with their scorecard and their policy. Like, politicians, they want to look good. I'm like, look, if we're bringing ideas to them and bringing solutions, we're helping their tenure. We're helping them to get reelected in the future. You know what I'm saying? So it's a win-win situation. That's how politics is. So how can we have 
somebody there that's supposed to be a NICOM, you know, agency and, and, and an advisor to the president for diaspora affairs, and you're not doing that. Like, that's a big, I'm telling you, that's a big disgrace. Like, I would be, I would pretty much step down out of my position and resign because you cannot say, and this bill has been on for a long time. They keep presenting it, they keep presenting it, and then they keep shooting it back. They went to the House of Rep. They're like, okay, let's now move it to the Senate. They shoot it back. Of course they don't want us to pass a vote. And just like you said, if people didn't do their due diligence to say, look, we're not asking you. Like, the thing is, politicians, they forget that, you know, they're public servants. We are not there to serve them. They are there to serve us. Do you understand? I work for the U.S. government now. I am here to serve this jurisdiction. I'm in charge of the U.S. Pacific Islands, Guam, America, Samoa, you know, Hawaii. All of them, I serve them. Do you understand? If they call me and they don't get in touch with me within 24 hours, I'm in trouble. You understand? So how can you be in a position and something like this, you drop the ball? Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, and then... We, they should be engaging us. NIDO is there. It's a very easy thing. But other for other smaller nations, they don't have a body like diaspora organizations with subject matter experts all over the world. This is a global this is a global organization. So how can we engage them? And more importantly, even like that's why I said if we contribute thirty billion, so all the US, you know, and, and British, you know, um, foreign direct investments, private investments, they don't even contribute up to five billion they actually contribute less than us do you understand but if the u.s ambassador wants to have a meeting with the president of nigeria and they donate one billion to nigeria they will have a meeting asap but us we donate 30 billion we sent 30 billion home and we cannot even get a phone call to asarok so i really i really am very very happy about yeah it's mind-blowing but how can we have tighter, you know, tighter engagements. You know, we need people on ground. And if NICOM is not working, that's why I say, I said it and I said, look, I said, Israel, they actually have a ministry of diaspora. If we don't have one, that's something that we can propose. Do you understand? I say, look, that we need to have this. And there's a lot of African Americans that want to come home and invest. There's a lot of, there's a lot of white, other races that are, that are married to Nigerians. Do you understand? People that are, that are, that are dual citizenship. And they're like, look, we are proud of our African heritage, but our African heritage does not want to embrace us. We need to embrace every aspect of the Nigerians in the diaspora and those that want to associate and invest in Nigeria. And then we have to have an institution to be able to support us back at home. We don't have that institution in Nikko. I'm going to keep it real. Because if we did, we would have easily got this diasporaville, you know what I'm saying, path. So what do you recommend, like, going forward on how we can actually have, we should even as NIDO have a liaison, a representative in every state of Nigeria, in my opinion. We should have a liaison at the African Union. We should have a liaison, a NIDO liaison at ECOWAS. It doesn't take a lot. I'm telling y'all, as politics, you have to actually be there. You know, have somebody, a liaison in person advocating for you. We don't have that. That's the problem. Yeah, I think I, I, I think you you hit you hit the nail on the head, uh, yeah. Doctor uh, Doctor Tommy. You know, uh, I I don't I don't want to really exonerate NIDO also, um, because uh, in terms of working with Nikon, I think um, in all honesty, we need to get our <laughs> we need to get our acts right. Yeah. As NIDO, you know, because um, if we don't get our acts right, 
I don't think we'll achieve anything. Yeah. I don't think Midcom will respect us. Mm-hmm. I don't think anybody in Nigeria will respect us. So uh, when they always say charity begins at home, I think we need to go and get our house in order because the truth of the matter is this. I agree. Our house is not in order. I agree. And I still go back to the idea of speaking with one voice. You know, most of most of most of us in the diaspora, you know, those of us are some people that are really engaged. Yeah, they have the 
so this is a call to action. So, you know, uh, you know, that's why I want to end on that point, you know, to conclude on what should be our call to action for NIDO members and for those, you know, that we need to engage with, whether it be the Nigerian amb- ambassadors that are here, whether it be, you know, the African Union ambassadors, and whether it be other African nations, you know, and other nations that have diaspora affairs. Like, I want to you know, reach out to the, the, the Ministry of Diaspora Affairs in Israel and really understand their mission and see how they're set up and see how we can actually have a similar effort, you know, for Nigeria. So what should be our call to action for those that are listening to Nigerian Diaspora Radio, the Governor Just Show, what should be our call to action, both for our members and our non-members? Over to you, Sa. Yeah, I think, Dr. Tobi, uh, I, I just speak to one thing that you said, you know, yes, how and uh, best practices from the, the like if we we're reaching out to, to, to the Jewish to the Jewish community, you know, okay, this is what um, you guys are doing. You know, how do you do these best? You know, I think we can. There's nothing. There's nothing wrong in asking questions. Yeah. You know, um, I I think I think that should be one, one thing. And secondly, you know, for me, for all our members, you know, um, you know, uh, our call to action. Thank you so much, Dr. Tommy. I will 
Anytime. So, and thank you for your great leadership. Thank you for your vision. And God bless you. And of course, God bless all of the Nigerians and the diaspora and our people back at home. Thank you. Thank you you tuning in to the wellness and wahala podcast and once again use your voice to be a voice of the voiceless and speak up against violence 
against women and just violence against you know our girls and also um remember the 16 days of activism so speak up now and the theme for um, the international day of violence against women celebrated all over the world on the 25th of november tomorrow 2021 is orange the world and end violence against women now it takes all of us to raise awareness wear your orange okay bright orange and orange color it represents a brighter future free of violence against women and girls so be a part of the movement and i wish you no wahala this week and this season bless up